0: hello and welcome to that is girl podcast with favor chinaza ogribe your darling host i hope you are doing very well i hope october has been awesome amazing beautiful for you and um, i hope you are planning to have a great weekend because I plan to do so too i mean the weekend has already started so i hope you're gonna have a great time or you have started having a great time already for those of us that have some beautiful and to attend and maybe you don't know what over is for those of us that have beautiful parties interesting parties i mean fun parties to attend okay okay so today And before I even go ahead, I want to use this time to say thank you. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your likes. Thank you for um, reposting your shares on our social media platforms. I do not take any of this for granted. Sincerely, thank you so much. To our first-time listeners, thank you for coming around. I love you, I love you, I love you. And please do not forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram. I think we are very active on these two um, platforms, uh, as Favor or Guibe or and Fatherless Yet for that initiative. And like you know, I am the founder of Fatherless Yet for that initiative, one initiative that seeks to support fatherless children single mothers and create awareness on the importance of fathers in the home and of course in the society at large welcome so today we are going to be looking at three basic things that determines how a child views fatherhood three basic three foundational things three Three, um, three major things that will determine how a child views fatherhood, sees fatherhood, perceives fatherhood, and for sons, how fatherhood is done. And for a daughter, what do you expect from fathers? You get it? Okay, or maybe what do you expect from her own children's father you see this thing it is dicey because if you don't do it well for the child the female child it affects her own children it affects what she expects from her own children's father and if you don't do it well for the sons it affects how the mother fatherhood for their own children and you see these things are not to be taken for granted in any way and if you have been following me on our social media platforms you will remember i shared a story on thursday a throwback on how i started hitting boys when i was in primary school because we were moved from a very decent school a, a private school where everything was done calmly we had rich children of course that school was big not really because like we were going to the school not really because we could afford it but because my mother was a teacher there and we were enjoying some of the benefits that she had so you see we were moved from there to a government school where my father died and guys it was crazy crazy we went to community school where the children fight their teachers fight they go to wait for their teachers on the road to beat them up not once not twice went to a school where they hated the teacher's children I went to a school where they used to wait for the, th- the teacher's kids to beat them up I went to the kind of primary school where they would pull. I mean at least once they put in my locker because I was a teacher's child you know the boys were so rough I had never seen that kind of thing before then. I was coming from a school where we are all, um, what do I even say? We are all, 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 all well-mannered, coming from homes where nobody wants their children to be ill-treated or ill-mannered. So we are, we are coming from a very, a very decent school, I must tell you in the same school and we were coming from an environment where those kind of things were not seen now coming to a school where students beat their teachers it was crazy so it made me start hating boys I hated everything they do and because we grew up we are all girls in my house and our kind of jokes were girly. We didn't have to fight. We didn't have to shout at each other. I mean, we started shouting at each other when we just when we grew up, and that was like when we were sitting in in our secondary school. Maybe when you are even old, maybe SS three, you did not shout at your elder and your your elder sister in my house. You know, it was that kind of house. We are all girls, so these boys were too rough for my liking i you know i used to think that i don't have a um, a male a brother rather at that time because i thought this was what boys we are all about and you know i extended this hatred to my friends to other boys that weren't even in that community or in my school now i remember this particular day My mother had taken me to the place I was going to stay for my secondary school because I went to a secondary school that was very far from that community. In the town, I went to secondary school in the town, my mom wanted us to go to a good secondary school, a model school, but we couldn't afford the, the accommodation fee. So my mother would plead with the pastors, the resident pastors of our churches who were close to the schools To please help and keep us, take care of us while we go to school. So she pays all our fees and um, makes available our books while we just stay there, help them, and then go to school. So, you know, the first day they brought me there, this pastor had a a son in the Lord who was a boy, also in JS1, like me. And oh my goodness, I was coming to live with a boy in the same house. I didn't like it. I was so furious. I told my mom I wanted to leave. You know, <laughs> it was funny. But then my mom said, "You know you want to go to a good school, and I want you to go to a good school. So this is part of the sacrifices you're going to have to make. You have to live here with this boy." <sighs> and okay, I had no choice because I wanted to go to a good school. I didn't want to have anything to do with that community anymore. <laughs> So I agreed I stayed back on my first day to school I came back and there was nothing in the house to eat the pastor wasn't around so we hadn't made any food yet so I went to take Gary to drink I bought my milk I got my granite and I think I got sugar and I started drinking my Gary and this boy came with his spoon to eat From the same plate I am eating, from ah, to drink my Gary, it is not possible that cannot be done. Why I can't even share anything with you, I hate you. You know, he forced himself on that plate. I mean, he forced himself, he ate the food forcefully, dragging it with me. And because he was able to put his spoon in that plate, I poured the Gary. I poured it and washed the plate and kept back and said I'm not eating again you can't go to hell when the pastor came back he went to report he said sir like we call him daddy favor poured Gary she was drinking because I put my spoon there to drink with her the pastor called me no 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 I remember how he sat me down I remember how I was sitting, I remember how he asked me, you mean you are pouring food in my house because somebody puts hand inside your plate. Where is that done? I said i don't like him, you cannot say that is not for this house. If you don't want to stay with him, you start going now. You know, that was <laughs> I still have that experience I mean I did that. But you know, that is how much environment can impact on a child that is how much an environment can influence each other that is how much an environment can change a child and today I am grateful I was able to to grow I was able to overcome I was able to learn and unlearn so today we want to look at what are the things that can affect the way a child and adults who was a child in that kind of environment does fatherhood. A child sees fatherhood and you know environment can affect many other things, not just fatherhood, not just like mine that was just um, how I see boys or how I saw boys rather. It can affect a whole lot of other things but particularly for the sake of what we're looking at fatherhood three things that i have listed out number one environment very key environment number two the child's personal experience with the father and number three how the mother treats the father the mother's um The mother's actions okay so I'm just gonna go through these three and try to explain them I'm going to start with the child's personal experience I am a teacher and by God's grace I teach a large number of students I come in contact with students every day from Monday till Friday fact from Monday to Sunday and this is what I've, I have observed that many people, if not all, in one way or the other, in fact, all children, all of them, in one way or the other, treat other people based on how they are being treated. Yes, there is one thing about how a child treats another child, treats a fellow student that is connected to the way the child is being treated at home so when we talk about personal experience i am talking about this child's first hand experience with the father i am talking about this child's first um first hand first-hand encounter with the father now this is not the one you see somebody told the child this does not have to do with what the mother told the child what outsiders did to the child what outsiders told the child or what the child encountered outside now this is what the child encountered with the father now this child is not going to be writing this story as what they told me this is what I myself saw. And you know, this kind of experience is very hard to correct because you are not going to be telling this child that what she saw was wrong or she did not see or he did not see correctly because this child is saying this is what I myself experienced. Now, it is easier to say that what somebody told you was not right because you were not there when it happened it is easier to say that what outside has said to you is incorrect because they are telling you from their own experiences but i mean how do you explain to a child that what she saw or what he saw what he experienced personally is wrong or was not correct you see so it is a bit harder to even change this kind of experience or to to correct this kind of mistakes because I mean the child has recorded that experience and let me tell you no matter how much you try these experiences will remain there now what is going to happen is what this child those with these experiences so now you are now looking at the remedy there is nothing you can do to what has been done already okay so when we talk about the child's personal experience with the father what do we mean what do we mean remember I said this is a first-hand encounter one-on-one encounter this child is living with the father in the same house they did not say, so this child, your father did this. Or this child is not hearing the story. This child did not live with another person or did not have the father absent in the home. This is the child's personal. Even when the father was absent in the home, it also it was also an experience for the child. So my father was never there get So this is like the child's personal experience. And number one, it has to do with how the father treats the child how the father treats the children how the father treats them which involves how you talk to them how you see them how you present them to other people how you you encourage them or you talk them down what they hear from you consigning them these things are the things that are building their experiences it is telling how they are going to view fatherhood because whatever you do to them is what they are going to see as the roles of a father and so if you don't do it correctly they see it wrongly and so it involves how you provide for these children Is your provision based on money, 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 money? Are you providing care? Are you providing shelter? Are you providing love? Are you providing care? These things are provisions that are beyond money. And remember, those children are experiencing these things from you. So you don't even have any excuse to say I was not there because here you are with them and even when you're not there they are recording that my father was never there to do all these things so your personal their personal experiences goes for that too how you correct them are you correcting with love or are you correcting with anger and are you making them feel like they cannot rely on you so their opinion or their view about fatherhood is that fathers do not correct with love fathers are wicked my father would never be the first to hear what i have to say you see that child is already building a view of how fatherhood should be done if it is h a, um, um, a son so for that child if 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 that is a son or you have sons for them. A father is only a military man who only gives others, who corrects with anger, who flogs, who shouts, you are stupid, you are this, you are that. Are you getting that? How do you teach them? I know someone that every time I hear him teach his son, I hear words like, You are stupid. Do this thing why can't you do this thing oh my goodness these things are giving this child a wrong view about fatherhood even though a a, a part of the child will be saying my father loves me but another part says my father does not correct me with love okay so it also extends to your sacrifices how much does this child see you sacrifice him or her how do your children see sacrifice are you teaching your sons that a father has to make some sacrifices for his children or are they leaving the sacrifices for their mother or their wives are you leaving it for their mother and so they are learning that only mothers are born to sacrifice you see these things are forming their views how do you lead them What experience are you giving them through your leadership? Are you a spiritual leader? Are you leading them rightly in your finance? Are you teaching them how to manage finance? Are you teaching them how to manage their health? Are you teaching them how to be spiritually designing? Are you teaching them how to be spiritually sound? Or is their mother their pastor? Is she the only one that goes to church with them these things are the experiences that are forming the views for them so tomorrow what they are going to tell their friends what they are gonna to share tomorrow is what they saw unless they have grown and they have unlearned and even when they unlearn these experiences will still be there so your name your rose Everything you did has been imprinted. So it is either they're using it for good to teach other people to do better or they're using it for bad. So they can turn out to be exactly what you were to them, to their children, or they can exactly turn it out to their friends. Of course, because everything you do to them is going to form their own character as individuals. And finally, how you treat their mother. The children are looking at you, they are writing down, they are taking notes, they know whether you love their mother or not, they know whether you respect their mother or not, they know whether you have value for their mother or not, and the way you treat their mother will also determine how much respect they accord you the way the experiences they get from you will determine how much they love you how much they respect you how much they honor you how they talk about you and even how for the sons how they will treat their own wives and for the doctors how they will view the father of their children it will even affect their relationship with the opposite sex it will affect what they are looking at for When they are choosing the right spouse if they do not learn better in the future so now do you see that this experience is even the most basic it is a first-hand experience it is what you are giving them and remember that whatever you give them At one point or even before they relearn I mean if you're giving this if you have fathered your child for 20 years and you are giving the wrong experiences to your children for 20 years now imagine how long it is going to take that child to unlearn and now begin to use the experiences to even teach others or become better okay so this is where I am gonna stop this episode and I hope you have been able to get One or two things. I hope to go live on Thursday by God's grace, Thursday or Friday on my Facebook handle. And I am going to be sharing how environment is another key thing that affects the way a child views his or her father or the role of a father or fatherhood as you may choose to call it okay so I hope you have been able to pick one or two things remember that these experiences are given to the children whether you are present or absent what you give to them when you're present is going to go a long way what you show them your absence what your absence alone is a different experience And you're teaching them that fathers are are, are not supposed to be there for their children. I understand that so many things can cause these things. That so many things can affect the kind of experiences you give your children. That so many things can affect the kind of father you become. But can I tell you something? This is what you have chosen by bringing the child here. So as much... As it is within your power, try to give them the best experiences. Remember that how that child is going to view other fathers, how that child is going to view the male gender, how that child is going to talk about fatherhood in the midst of his friend or her friends or to anybody, how that child is going to nurture fatherhood in the heart, in the mind, the character of that child. Is dependent on what the child is seeing now, learning now. Remember, you are their mother, so it's either your mother rightly or your mother wrongly. I hope to hear from you, so just send me a message, and I will be right there at Fatherlessed Father That Initiative on Facebook, on Instagram, just Fatherlessed, um, just Fatherlessed for, for that, or come to my personal DM favor ogwebbe on facebook and on ig and please let me not go without telling you that see see, see 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 i am having a program um a webinar a free webinar on the 14th of november it is going to be the 12th of november is going to be my father's is going to be 21 years of living without my father my father's something like a memorial <laughs> okay so my father left to t- 21 years ago, and I am going to take that period to teach people the, the steps, first steps towards overcoming the pain of, of losing a father, um, handling issues with your daddy, and taking steps towards recovering or reconciling with your father. That webinar is going to be on Zoom, and everyone that registers will get the link to that soon so please endeavor to register send me a dm DM. i am on whatsapp i am on facebook and of course the flyers are going to be flying around very soon i hope to also have you there and i cannot also close without telling you that god loves you no no see no matter the experience you have been through no matter how your fatherhood experience was what your father was to you who he was to you understand that these experiences can also affect how you see God and how your relationship with God can go I want to tell you and affirm to you that no matter what it has been for you your Heavenly Father still loves you and he is waiting on you he loves you incredibly I mean excessively And there is nothing that is going to change that. I hope you have been blessed. Have a lovely weekend. And I will hear from you. I hope to hear from you. And of course, see you in the next episode. I love you.